0: Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 a.m. The time is exactly 801 on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning in July here in Chicago. Our phone number 312 255 8408 Father Greg Sakowitz, the rector of Holy Cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi, assistant to the rector, which happens to be me for Plan Development for the Cathedral. Mark, how are you this morning? Very fine.
1: Good morning. What a great, beautiful drive down Lakeshore mm. Drive coming into the cathedral. It's it's such an odd time because it's such a beautiful drive, and then the COVID
0: thing yeah. kind of envelops I'm, I'm assuming everything. the drive was pretty wide open this morning. Well, I, don't, I was going 42. No. I was yeah, going right. 60, 62, I, <laughs> I think. <laughs> On Ridge. Yeah. And it, uh, and yeah, but... The, You know, this whole thing with COVID-19 hangs over us. You look out the window, the beauty of life, of nature, and yet the reality of COVID-19, which is not Mm. going away. It's not. And, its you know, it's resurging a bit here in Illinois. Many states are still in very bad shape. Unless we all unify and wear masks, for starters, and try to separate. But it's hard. It's summertime. But uh, were you telling me, Mark... And some doctor said that this is with us for a couple of years or longer. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe not to this to this extreme, but um, my fear is that it's going to get worse as it gets colder.
1: And it really, I think, focuses your prayer life because every morning my prayer is, "I'm here. Yeah. It is your beautiful creation. What am I on for in this
0: craziness?" You know. Yeah, we do keep in prayer those who have contracted yes. COVID nineteen those who have lost loved ones to COVID-19 who are battling the uh, the illness, uh, first responders, yep. nurses, doctors. And uh, we also prayed for uh, the racial tension in our country, for, for uh, rest and peace and to live as sisters and brothers. But we have a great program lined up here on 312-255-8408, our phone number. Joining us is Brother Michael Segvich, who's been on before, who's wrapping up his time with the Archdiocese of Chicago's Office for Religious, is about to begin a new six-year term on his province's leadership team in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Brother Michael Sackovich, welcome to the program. How are you, Michael?
2: I'm doing very well, thank you, and thank you for having me as a guest this morning.
0: And the thing is, now, were you born in Chicago?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, My family is from Bridgeport, and uh, yeah, born and bred there, uh, baptized at St. Jerome Croatian Parish, and... Um, still have um, most of my family here in the Chicago area.
0: Where'd you go to high school, Michael?
2: I went to St. Lawrence in Burbank, Illinois. And class of 1968.
0: Your class is '68. Okay, because uh, yeah, I was yeah. Notre Dame Niles '71. All right. So it, yeah. now you were on the program, Michael. About how long ago?
2: Uh, well, back in uh, the, the fall to promote the retirement fund for retired religious. And then last year, I was on with two other brothers, and we spoke about uh, vocations to the brother's life, uh, to my fellow brothers who live outside Chicago. Mm -hmm.
1: Brother Michael, uh, this is Mark. Um, Yeah, Mark. Could you um, tell our listeners um, your order? And also the charism of your order, because I think yeah. many Catholics, including me, until I worked with the National Fund for Catholic Religious Vocations, yeah. and Brother Paul and Brother Ronnie, I didn't really know the charism of brothers.
2: Yeah. Um, our our particular order was founded by uh, a layman named uh, Ed, uh, Edmund Rice, Edmund Ignatius Rice, from in Ireland, oh. and uh, he was a widower who saw a major need to educate youngsters in his native country who were being denied the uh, ability to learn the faith through the laws of the time under the uh, British Empire and uh, he took it upon himself to uh, conduct uh, classes uh, underground somewhat illegally to the uh, young uh, young men of Ireland and eventually transferred over into uh, teaching um, boys on the secondary high school level which has been most of my career. Mm-hmm. I later went back to become principal of St. Lawrence and oh. also of Brother Rice here in Chicago. Now, Michael, what years and, were you uh, principal
0: at St. Lawrence?
2: I was principal there from uh, 2000 to 2005.
0: And what about Brother Rice?
2: And Brother Rice, 1989
0: to 1995. Okay, so, it, uh, oh. so which means when you went to St. Lawrence High School, maybe just for a moment, uh, how did your religious vocation develop? Was it in high school or more college or later?
2: Well, I would say that uh, my, I have an older brother who was in the first class of St. Lawrence, class of 1965. So he was a senior when I was a freshman there. Uh, we were all public school educated and very well, I might add, in the Oakland School District. And uh, my last year of grammar school, just before I started high school, I contracted rheumatic fever.
1: Mm, wow, and
2: wow. Uh, one of the brothers came over, Brother Noel T. Murphy, born on Christmas Day in Ireland. Came over, as many brothers did in those days, to work in the foreign mission, the United States and mm-hmm. Canada. And Brother Murphy was uh, willing to give up of his own free time after school a couple of days a week to help tutor me in Latin before I could actually attend uh, school in person for the first two months of my high school. That's amazing. So, yeah.
1: now, the, uh, name, the name of your order is?
2: Uh, technically, we're the Congregation of Christian Brothers. And because we're often confused with the very fine Sal Christian Brothers, we uh, kind of identify ourselves saying the Edmund Rice Christian Brothers. Oh, okay, yeah. Wonderful. And we're a Brothers Only Order. I didn't say only brothers, but Brothers Only. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> only so we're very brothers. Very of the
2: fact uh, that uh, we're vowed religious. We live in a usually in a, a community setting, like I'm in here with three other brothers in Hyde Park, and we really feel that uh, uh, our um, charisma in our case it has been education but also a lot of other ministerial works especially as our men have gotten older and found the demands of teaching young men and women now on the high school level to be become uh, you know a little bit tiring and taxing that uh we're doing a lot of other fine work in other, in other and other another and now michael
0: your high schools in chicago would be st lawrence and brother rice
2: and brother rice and for a long time the brothers were president leo high school and uh it. That was the one we first came to in nineteen twenty six. Mm. Yeah,
0: and then you and, and you had to leave then, brother uh, Leo uh, High School.
2: The brothers did leave uh, Leo High School. It was never owned by us. It was always a and it still is by the Archdiocese of Chicago. But you know, there's still a very, very strong Leo Alumni Association there, and many of them uh, remember many of the brothers very fondly for their efforts there at Leo. at So United and Saginaw.
0: Now, Michael, the world has certainly been turned upside down since you were last on this program last fall with COVID-19 hitting us in mid-March and going through today and will continue. So how has the COVID-19 affected your religious community where you live, where you work?
2: Well, um, as I say, we live in Hyde Park and um, uh, when the first hit, it was just in the early part of the Lenten season. So uh, I found that one thing that our brothers did was uh, we do pray together twice a day, and uh, we really seem to concentrate on improving the quality of our our short liturgy, our morning and evening prayer. And especially during Holy Week, uh, each of us took one of the days of the Triduum and uh, really concentrated on putting together a nice liturgical or uh, uh, a, a ceremony in one case imitating the uh the blood and body and bread of christ and so forth the last supper and th- that was very nice and one of the brothers made a special breakfast for us as well which we really appreciated and then uh, father greg i might add that uh, one of the brothers and myself every saturday afternoon at four o'clock sat down and watched you a uh, council consolidate mass with uh, Cardinal soupage Oh, yeah. And we, and we watched as your hair grew longer each
0: week, <laughs> I might add. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got it cut about a month ago. And yeah. Cardinal. Wasn't that a relief? <laughs> oh, I felt lighter. <laughs> Cardinal Supic gives marvelous homilies.
2: Doesn't he, though? Yes, yes. But it
0: amazes me, though, uh, Michael, how many parishes and areas do have a live streaming mass. Because the thing, yeah. where people would come to us, we now have to go to the people. And despite. I would say most parishes in the archdiocese now being reopened. Many, many, many people are still afraid to come. They're afraid to come. Now, related to that, Michael, what, brother Michael, what about um,
1: what are the plans for your schools for Brother Rice and for Saint Lawrence? Uh, Yeah,
2: Brother Rice, I know is uh, you know, and nobody really has made a final decision, but uh, Brother Rice, uh, I know for sure is because I was on their board until. Just to the end of last month and I had to resign because of a conflict of interest with my new position uh, with the uh, province. But uh, they are going to use a hybrid system where uh, on, on one, uh, Monday and Wednesday half the kids are there and the other half are on uh, uh, e- e-learning. And then on Tuesday, Thursday, the other half are there and those the half that were there on Monday and Wednesday, they're on e-learning. And then everybody's on e-learning on Friday. I think That's the current plan, and I presume St. Lawrence is going to be pretty much similar to that. And any school district, public or private, which announces its uh, plan seems to be going to that, what they call that hybrid plan of uh, instruction.
1: Now, I was on, actually, on Brother Rice's board um, when I I was at Mercy Home. um, Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Uh, the brother's name, Irish Christian? brother Jim Keane. Jim Keane yes. Yeah. What a great yes. guy. And he... He's
2: in South Sudan.
1: Is he really? Yes. Yeah. A
2: number of years now, yeah.
1: He had asked me to come on board, and what I learned on that board was that Brother Rice alum are fiercely loyal. Yeah. Uh, yes. How are you keeping in touch with them during this time?
2: Well, uh, I know... Uh, There's always a a lot of uh, email, electronic learning um, uh, messages going out. Uh, Brother Rice is still having their alumni golf outing for oh, they are. when is that
0: happening, Michael?
2: I think it's this week. Uh, I'm not sure for exactly, uh, but uh, yeah, they've been they've been advertising that that they're still going to go ahead with it. Of course, you know, golf courses are open, and it is possible to possible to stay socially distant while. You know, conducting a tournament such as that. Um, so, alum that, uh, should
1: should check that out on your website then, on Brother uh, Rice's
2: on website. The
1: Brother Rice website, yes.
0: right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I just find though, Michael, during this whole time, that I made the comment to some people, even though it's summer, it doesn't feel like summer. What does that mean? You think of ball games, you think of picnics, you think of family gatherings, big social the, uh, gatherings, and well, all that's been turned uh, upside down.
2: Father Greg, I know you're a big White Sox fan, and you know I am too. Oh then, yeah, then in the black. Wait, box, let me then turn then, my <laughs> microphone off. <laughs> fact, now, yeah, I wish Michael may would turn way off. Way off marks. <laughs> I like the mercy rule in the first inning the other day. That was something that's mm. interesting. They're going to be they're uh, going to be good.
0: They're going to be uh, very competitive. Are they the best in yeah. baseball? No, but are they going to yeah. be a competitor? No. And uh, yes, and so and of course, yeah. so are the Cubs. So you have and two good not baseball teams.
2: When they get good, right? But anyway.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: But uh, early on during this, uh, when everything was shutting down, they were showing all the replays of these Black Hawk and White Sox games, and I told the brothers, I said, I have reached Nirvana. Every time I watch a game, they never lose. I said, I've been waiting for this in my whole life. So, but uh, yeah, it, it does seem kind of strange in that that uh, you know uh, here we are. Opening day is tonight, and what is it, June 23rd and
0: July 23rd? It was,
2: was about a. I'm sorry, July 23rd. About a year ago at this time. We were at uh, Sox Park, not in the different with different parties, and you were being honored by the White Sox. Oh my God! Right they forgot about that. Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: I remember. Right, at at Sox Park. Park it really pain, it really pains yeah. me to stop this conversation, but we're gonna have to take a break. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll be back. Michael, you're such, Michael Mark, you're such a good man. WNDZ, bad guy. <laughs> Seven fifty a.m. three one two two five five eight four zero eight Catholic Cub Chicago. We'll be back in a few. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It has been inspiring to see how individuals, families, and communities have found ways to help one another throughout 2020. At Catholic Charities, we usually have 35 to 40 events a year where we gather and enjoy time together in support of important programs and services, while raising critical funds that allow us to respond to the growing number of people who are in need of the most basic necessities in life. Many of our events are now virtual. If you would like to be a sponsor for one of these events, please call 312-948-6864. That's 312-948-6864. Also, visit us at catholiccharities.net slash events and follow us on social media too. We so look forward to when we can resume our events in person and reconnect with our friends and partners throughout Chicagoland. For now, please consider donating to Catholic Charities so our vital work can continue. Thousands of people in Chicago count on Catholic Charities every day. Please help us help them today. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. Catholic Charities Senior Unity Mass is a wonderful tradition that gathers more than 300 seniors from Chicago and its suburbs each year for a celebration of faith and friendship. Since public health guidelines do not allow us to meet in person this summer, the 2020 Senior Unity Mass will be held online on Thursday, August 6th at 11 a.m. Anyone age 55 plus is cordially invited. Find your nearest computer and log in to youtube.com, then type Catholic Chicago. We and our special guests are excited to stay connected to all of the seniors we care so very much about with this special event. That's the Catholic Charities Senior Unity Mass on August 6th at 11 a.m. on youtube.com slash catholicchicago. We hope to see you there. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today.
1: We're back. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., 312-255-8408. 312-255-8408.
0: I have to do a shout-out here to uh, Michael May. Michael, the coffee is outstanding. Thank you again. <laughs> it's keeping him up. Good. Yes, yeah, keeping me up. Now, Brother Michael, um, you you have a new
1: job, a new responsibility. You're going to be on the provincial board, leadership team uh, for your order. What does that entail? What, what are the challenges coming up for your order?
2: Well, it's primarily internal administration. uh Attending to the needs and requirements of our brothers who, uh, in our North American province, which extends from Dominica to Honolulu wow. to Vancouver to Saint John's, Newfoundland. So do you, it's, do you uh, have to make
1: an on-site trip to Honolulu uh, to check uh, things actually, <laughs> out uh,
2: <laughs> monthly? My two-year cycle for the committee. Uh, pardon pardon me, for the community in Honolulu, uh, is uh, will be part of my domain for this year and next year. And I'm just hoping this COVID goes away so that I can actually make a, a trip out there. Because, you know, it's a sacrifice, but somebody has to do it, you know. And I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Father Greg especially and I would in, be happy to carry
0: your luggage. You tell us when you got February, it off the team. You know? <laughs> and let me ask you this, Michael. How many men in your religious community?
2: Uh, in our local community here, there's four. Uh, in the in the country, and uh, in in Canada, too, North America— uh, we have about about 200 uh, present there. Of course, like many other communities, we're, we're older. Uh, I'm one of the young types. I will not be 70 for another two months. But, uh, you youngster. But, uh, you know, I'm a whippersnapper, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, and then worldwide, we have uh, uh, about 1,800 men worldwide.
0: So the young man we're yeah. listening right now on the radio, uh, yeah. finishing high school into college, and said, "I'd like to maybe pursue or think about your religious community. Uh, who would he see? You. Who would he see?
2: Uh, he could go through any one of us. Uh, we do have uh, a brother who was on the show last year, uh, brother uh, McDonald, brother, oh, sure. and brother Smith too. They both were on, and both of them would handle it. But uh, he could just go locally to one of the uh, offices, even though there aren't many brothers present president either Brother Rice or St. Lawrence anymore. Uh, the the people in charge there are uh, in both cases our are, uh, are, our are brother ice our uh, grads of our schools and that, and they could certainly put them in contact with a, with a person, but uh, certainly uh, we would be willing to uh, help them pursue that if they were so interested.
1: Now, I'm sure people are wondering, because you said eighteen hundred worldwide that's six mm-hmm. two hundred locally here in North America, Canada, yeah. sixteen hundred around the world. How are vocations around the world? Where, where are your big um, sites of ministry and, and how are vocations in those countries? Uh,
2: if we're getting many vocations at all anymore, they're in Africa. Mm-hmm. Africa is the center of, the, uh, of the many of our vocations.
1: Mm-hmm. In fact,
2: uh, you know many of the brothers who were representing our congregation at what we call our general chapter in March, And it was suspended in mid-session. They had to get back to their native countries because the airports are shutting down throughout Europe and that. So uh, our chapter started, like, approximately March 1st, and it concluded it was suspended on March 15th. We don't know when it's going to be resumed. It may be be well over a year. Canon Law will not let them do it by Zoom because they have to be in person to vote in a new leadership team or that. And
0: mm-hmm. even
2: our leadership team had a hard time getting back to Rome where they live, and many of them are still not have still not been able to get back and they went home to their native country. I mean, Canada, time Michael, Australia. Michael, and, you have yeah. some
0: brothers who live in Rome who've not been able to get back home to Rome?
2: Yeah, that that's where our leadership team resides, yes. And
0: and, and Rome is uh, and Rome has blocked from coming back.
2: because yeah, they they blocked down almost a Right, you know, right in February, when these brothers had come to the meeting uh, in Lima, and then they closed down the country. So where have they been living? Uh, oh. in, uh, Honolulu. Well, they, stayed at, <laughs> they stayed in the retreat. No, they went home. Most of them went home to their, uh, like the, the Congregational Leader, Brother Hugh O'Neill, went home to Vancouver. Oh, and the other okay. couple of brothers went back to Australia or uh, to Ireland, uh, wherever they were able to get to. Or they resided with brothers in a local area. You know, it's very interesting. as
0: As you look ahead, I know that here in Chicago, the Chicago yeah. Cubs convention to be held in late January Cancel. they've already yeah. canceled it. So it's interesting yeah, no that loss, you're looking. Yeah. You're looking at two <laughs> no the, lo- no loss. The Sacks they canceled <laughs> bef- not because of COVID. They're just nobody coming. <laughs> now the now now the now the started yeah. the Regular season started yeah. tomorrow. Okay, big guys. What happens? Uh, yeah, they play three and three in August and September. But you know, here's the thing that. Uh, this Everything we talk about today seems to go back to COVID-19 because even our liturgies at Holy Name Cathedral, yeah. much, much smaller congregations, in fact, many, many, many people are watching uh, on ABC Channel 7 or our website on Holy Name Cathedral, and now we're live streaming the cathedral, and many parishes live stream, and I think people are getting very comfortable at home. Now, as much as I really think the television mass has been fantastic— People are missing Eucharist. Oh, yes, they're missing yes. Eucharist, yes. and they all yeah. say that. But they said, you know, we're afraid to come back. I just don't feel yeah. comfortable coming back. And many
1: people, uh, I was talking to a parishioner yesterday, Holy Name, our faith communities. Her family, yeah. they miss their yeah. family. You know, isn't it yeah. funny?
0: Everything we build up toward community, they gather in the community. Uh, we had we celebrated a confirmation, last evening. There's no gathering afterwards to socialize, which is such a part yeah. of who we are, that whole sense of community gathering, talking, sharing, getting to know people, and it's, everything is now social distancing. But, you know, Father uh, John Boyven who we live with uh, at the cathedral, wonderful associate pastor, says, we should not call it social distancing. We should call it physical distancing with social contact. Yeah, that's a good way. I like to that, look at yeah. it. We, we even the term social distancing. So no, call it physical distancing, but keep social contact. Yeah, and I like that, I like yeah. that phrase. Good.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So Michael, you we glanced over it, but it's kind of a learning for me.
1: Brother Paul Benartzik is Holy Cross. He's in Rome, vicar, right. whatever whatever the title is. You you said their your leadership team's going back to Rome. Could you explain to people just Kind of that structure. Why? Why are they going back to Rome?
2: Well, uh, because it's the center of the church, and for many years our congregation, being of Irish origin, was in Dublin. And then about a half century ago, they relocated to Rome. And then the brothers who uh, represent the entire congregation are an international group, which are selected at this meeting that was taking place in Lima that had to be shut down oh, called the wow. General Chapter. So. The, uh, the leader of the congregation is Canadian by birth, and then he had uh, members of his council represented some of the other provinces, uh, uh, Africa, Australia, um, uh, Europe, Europe, and so forth. So wow. it's, uh, it's an international group, and they felt that they should be in the center of the Church, Rome.
0: Now maybe so. for the last couple of minutes, Michael, you, you mm-hmm. are new, you're moving in about a month to Elizabeth, New Jersey to take on a uh, new ministry and what's it going to be and how's it going to begin?
2: Well, it, we, actually I'm already, I was installed a week ago Tuesday. I was, I went there, I flew uh, with the mask on and everything uh, to, uh, to Newark, which is just, that's where we're in Elizabeth. It's a mile from the Newark airport. It's very convenient. And uh, we had our ceremony, which uh, was installed and I was, uh, uh, uh uh, given my responsibilities, uh, including the uh, broader Edmund Norris Network, including associates, former brothers called Edmonites, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And as uh, uh, I say, it begins, uh, I'll when I get there, I'm already starting to do some work there. I was just in the office the other day finishing up some checks for the retirement fund, the last group that I handled. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to Sister Lavina, Sister Kathy, and Sister Joan the vicar. They were Three wonderful ladies that I got to work with the last couple of years. They've done a marvelous week. job.
0: They're they're, oh, they're they're great. They're, they're, they're really terrific. Great.
2: Very spiritual people and and very caring people and. Uh, and they're all Cub little, fans. They're all Cub fans. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> all three of them. Uh, I, I doubt don't think that. Sister
2: Kathy knows a baseball from a football. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I she think was you're a right. High school official for girls basketball in mm-hmm. in Mississippi, but we had an outing in um, at Botanical Gardens last week, oh, uh, wonderful. and we had a lunch together, and that so it's a kind of a going away party and if i could just briefly mention sister levini asked me to mention the uh the unfortunate ravages of the uh covid 19. politician sisters in suburban oh, yes. Detroit, michigan, Lebonia, michigan God, brought 13 them. of their members to the 12 uh, the, in the
0: month of in, may yeah,
2: yeah yeah one in the one community alone you know they're an older group in that but still that doesn't make it any easier but, no uh, no uh, there's about 50 of those remember them uh, in their prayers
0: there's like 50 of those sisters Uh, Felicians in Michigan, and the thought of 12 dying in the month of May, one was dying in May but died in June, and they ranged from 99 of age to 69. Yeah, that was a range, and Um, 13 died. That's out of a community of 50, that's a staggering number. One is too many. Yes, one is too many. And it, uh, well, I think we do need to bring this to a close, uh, brother Michael Segovich, and want to say our prayers are with you. You begin you. your new ministry. Now, if any young man is out there listening, is there maybe a phone number or website he can go to to even learn more about your community?
2: Just uh, let me give you my uh, phone number, and sure. that it's uh, 708-431-0670.
0: That number once again, Michael?
2: 708 708- Four three one oh six seven zero. 670
0: want to thank in a very special way Brother Michael Segvich, who's joined us the first half hour. Michael, yeah. you've been a great gift to the Archdiocese yes. of Chicago. Our prayer is with you to begin your new ministry out right. in Elizabeth, uh, in New Jersey. You are listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., 312-255-8408. Father Greg Zakowitz with Mark Teresi. We'll be back after these messages and again, do not touch that dial.